Hello, I'm your host, Jim McLean. Welcome to the latest edition of the Mandaflix Movie Review Podcast. So in this short little podcast, we sent our Scottish correspondent, Magda Paduk, to the launch of this year's Edinburgh International Film Festival. We sent her down to the launch event at the Film House on Lothian Road, and she caught up with Lydia Belby, who's one of the programmers within the festival. But before you hear that interview, let's hear from Mark Adams, the festival's director, about what we can expect from this year's programme. So let's kick off with the British section, which is always one of our, our highlights. Look at this lovely fly that we've got this year. It's amazing. Um, um, what, uh, just a few mentioned a few films, um, I'm just trying to think about the picture there, no, maybe not, Calibur, which is Matt Palmer's Highland set thriller with Jack Loudon, Jack's been here the last few years with us, um, it's a great thriller, a great and Highland chilling tale, um, and it's a Netflix film that we're really thrilled to be able to show because I think it's important, uh, I know different circumstances, <laughs> but we tend to believe that good films and good cinema should have the opportunity to be shown. And so it's lovely that it's here. Um, the Devil Outside, highly recommend a new film from Andrew Hume, who made Snow in Paradise, which you, some of you may recall. Um, in Darkness, uh, a really stylish revenge thriller starring and co-written by Natalie Dormer. And Natalie was here a few years ago on the jury, uh, so she knows the Edinburgh experience. We're hoping she's going to be able to come back. Uh, Haifa Al-Mansour's drama, Mary Shelley, which is Elle Fanning at the top there, um, which also stars Belle Powley and Maisie Williams. Um, Two for Joy, which is a really powerful coming-of-age drama with Samantha Morton and Billy Piper. And also two films from the Welsh director Jamie Adams, no relation, it's, uh, it's <laughs> pure coincidence. Um, he was here a few years ago with Black Mountain Poets, which is a really well-regarded uh, film that did really well internationally. He's got two films here, um, one uh, Wild Honey Pie, exclamation mark, which premiered at South by Southwest, and we'll be showing the world premiere of Songbird, which stars Kobe Smulders. He's also just finishing another film, he's done three films in a year, which is pretty impressive. So it'd be interesting to have him here and talk about his filmmaking stance and how he works in the improv world because he doesn't tend to get formal funding for the film body. So he goes out and makes films, which I think is very exciting. So I'm here with Lydia Bilby, who is the uh, programmer of the short uh, films at the Edinburgh International Film Festival. Hello, Lydia. Hello, thank you for interviewing me. Nice to be here. <laughs> uh, could you tell me a little bit about your work? What is the process of choosing films for the short film programme? So the process is that we receive submissions to the film festival, so I'm looking through those with the help of um, a wonderful team, and I'm also travelling to film festivals around the world and looking at the programmes of festivals whose work I um, appreciate curatorially and, and kind of asking for submissions from those. So from this kind of wide network of submissions that I see I'm putting together the programmes that I then show as part of Edinburgh International Film Festival. Great. A process that takes quite a few months and a, a few different stages to it. So we, we tend to start our programming in December and then I find my programs in early April. So it's kind of four months of very intense watching, thinking, talking about films. It's, it's a very exciting and creative process. 
What sort of film festivals do you get to travel to? Do you go to Avignon as well, for example? Um, I've never been there. I'd like to go. I tend to go to uh, Clermont-Ferrand Film Festival in early February. It's the kind of world's biggest short film festival, so it makes a lot of sense to go there. The breadth of the programme is absolutely massive, and in terms of kind of uh, meeting up with other curators and filmmakers, it's a really good place to go because everyone's there. Um, I tend to also go to... Um, Vintertour Film Festival in Switzerland, um, whose curation I like very much. There's always a really interesting selection of work showcased there. That's in November. And then UK festivals, um, I go to, I've been to Encounters in Bristol, London Short Film Festival, London Film Festival, um, Aesthetica. Barrick Film and Media Film Festival, Alchemy Film Festival. So, yeah, it's always a really interesting experience seeing how other curators um, speak through their programs and the kind of work they're doing through their curation. It's, it's always interesting to see what else is out there in the world of short films. Hmm. And how do you cur curate your program? Is it also curated around uh, specific themes? Loosely, it's curated around themes, although I don't begin with a theme. Um, the themes kind of emerge through the process of, of watching and thinking about the films. And then um, it's also a process that where I'm thinking very much about the kind of tone of the program. I'm thinking about the kind of um, energy of films and the intensity of the films and thinking about how films speak to each other in the program. It's one of the reasons I like working with short films is because I think there's something very interesting you can do when you combine films together in a program. So they kind of speak not only individually but in combination with the other films. So a dialogue emerges and I think I'm very interested in eliciting a dialogue also with the audience. So it's not just a passive experience of um, watching the films but something that really engages the audience kind of mentally and physically as well. I want them to think about the connections between the films. So although I curate thematically, it's, it's often... It's not a very obvious connection between the films or you know I, I want to kind of challenge the viewer a little bit to think about why I maybe put two films together and it, and it could be for reasons of, of, kind of atmosphere or tone or kind of shared aesthetic in the film so there are, there are lots of ways of exploring these these ways that films speak to each other for me as a curator that's what I find very exciting that's the kind of creative process that I really enjoy getting to grips with Let's talk about this year's programme, if that's all right. So I'm holding a copy of the programme in my hand. I haven't actually had a chance to look through it yet, but for a person who hasn't done that, could you give us a few highlights of this year's programme in terms of short films? So I've curated seven or eight programmes this year, mm -hmm. all of which I'm very excited about for different reasons. Just a couple of things that I'm, I'm keen to mention. So, as part of this year's retrospective, Time of the Signs, which explores female contribution to American cinema in the 70s and 80s, I've co-curated a program with Kim Knowles, the Black Box programmer, called Defiant Bodies, celebrating Barbara Hammer. This is a really rare opportunity to see the work of a pioneering female experimental filmmaker, Barbara Hammer who's constantly innovated across 40 years of, of experimental filmmaking. So it's very exciting to be able to put together a programme of her work 
she's very infrequently shown in the UK, so it's amazing to bring her work to light. And in kind of tandem with that program, I've curated another program um, alongside Kim Knowles called Resistant Bodies, which shows on Sunday, the 24th of June at 6.20. And this is um, an opportunity for us to explore some of the themes that are central to Barbara Hammer's work. So we've taken those themes and we've looked for artists and filmmakers working today whose work speaks to those themes. So it's a kind of opportunity to look to work that was made previously and then create a dialogue with work that's being made today. So it's, it's kind of generating um, an intergenerational dialogue, if you like, from the work started by Barbara Hammer, pioneering queer filmmaker, and looking at work that's being made today that's looking at themes of queer bodies, how we move through space, how we navigate space, how we assert our identities, um, it's a very exciting program and it moves between um, documentary form, animation, um, there's lots of really interesting work in there so I'm really excited about that program and the kind of hopefully the conversations that we'll be able to generate around that work. Um, after the programs we always have a Q&A with attending filmmakers so it's a really valuable opportunity to have dialogue with the audience and with the filmmakers around the work and I think that this program is, is a very interesting one I think we'll have a lot to talk about so I'm looking forward to that one very much mm -hmm. uh, In your submissions process do you feel that now with uh, things like Time's Up and Me, Me, Me Too do you feel uh, when you were going through all those films do you feel like those um Move, movements have influenced uh, the film in, in industry a lot mm. and did you actually see that in a lot of films would you say? Absolutely. I feel as a curator part of my role is to be a kind of reflection of what's happening culturally and politically and socially and like there's an ethical responsibility too for me as a curator so I'm thinking about these themes I'm thinking about the voices that come up through the work that I'm presenting in my mm. programs and thinking about how different individuals and personalities and identities are reflected through the work so I'm very interested in giving a platform to a multiplicity of voices so I'm thinking about this, it's embedded in my practice as a curator, and I think also it's, it's increasingly something that's being activated in filmmaking, certainly something I'm seeing in submissions, which I think is very exciting. It's a kind of political consciousness, a kind of energy that's out there in the world, and you know, I'm very happy to, to give a place to that in the programme, to get those kind of conversations happening at the film festival. Great. Uh, I know you are deep into your, your, your own work at the moment, but did you have a chance to look at the wider program as well? And if so, is there anything you would recommend or anything you are particularly keen to see? Well, I'm always excited by the Black Box section, um, which is curated by Kim Knowles, my, my colleague uh, and friend. And within that program, there's this really interesting focus on work that's come out of Canada. So Canada is our country focus this year. 
So um, I'm looking forward to the Joyce Wheeland program. Again, another focus on a really prolific uh, avant-garde female filmmaker. So that's going to be amazing. Um, there's another film in Kim's program, a feature called um, Pig Film um, by Josh Gibson. Josh Gibson is a filmmaker whose work I've shown in the short form in my programs over a couple of occasions. He won the prize for short film in 2013. Very beautiful black and white 35mm film called Light Plate. So very excited to see his longer form work and hopefully Josh will be here to present that. Great. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me. My pleasure. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that's all we've time for in this podcast. Uh, thank you very much to Magda. I'm sure we'll be checking in with her during the Edinburgh Film Festival. If you want to find out more about our podcast, be sure to check out our website and you'll also be able to subscribe however you get your podcast fix. But for now, until the next time, goodbye.